0: The reading this morning is from Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 1. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that had t- that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. morning, everyone. Just bear with me. Thank you, Oliver. Thank you for your patience, everyone. Well, good morning, uh, and a very Merry Christmas to you. Uh, my name's Joel. I'm the, the Minister of St. Stephen's, and it's lovely to Uh, be with you this morning uh, to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus. Why don't we pray, and then we'll take a look at these words that Jess just read for us. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much uh, for this Christmas morning. Thank you that we can be together uh, as we're reminded again of the birth of your son all those years ago. Thank you for the joy that he brings us. And we pray, uh, as we look at these words now, you would help us to uh, be challenged, help us uh, to remember again why you sent your Son into this world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I've got some uh, props with me this morning, which I'll uh, I'll come to in a moment. But let me just read verse 7 again. Uh, verse 7. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Uh, and I want to focus on those last words in particular. There was no room for them in the inn. Because ever since Jesus came into this world on that first Christmas, it has been a world that has struggled to make room for him. And as Jesus grew up and as he began his ministry, and even long after his time on earth, it continues to be a world that struggles to fit Jesus in. And I think all of us share in this struggle, even as Christians, which may sound strange, but uh, let me show you what I mean. Uh now my props. This, this could go horribly wrong, horribly wrong, but let's see. Uh, now imagine, oh, imagine that uh, this jar represents your life, and I've got uh, lots of sand here, uh, and the sand represents the things that we fill our lives with, uh, because we do fill our lives with a lot of things, often often good things, uh, like family and friends, uh, study, work, maybe a bit of overtime. Uh, there's a bit of fun in there as well, the things we like to do, things that help us to relax and, and unwind, uh, the social things that we want to be a part of, and of course the downtime uh, that we know is so essential uh, to keep us functioning. And as you can see, uh, the jar is already pretty full. Uh, and imagine uh, I imagine that, that some of your jars would be even more full than this in terms of all that you do. And then we have uh, these three balls. Uh, Let's say that they represent our relationship with Jesus, Uh, the time we spend with Him, whatever that looks like. Let's say one represents our our prayer life, Uh, maybe one represents uh, the time we spend reading God's Word, and let's say the third one represents spending time with, with other Christians uh going to church things like that Uh, going to a bible study now these are things that help our relationship with jesus and i imagine uh, a lot of people would say well those are very good things and actually i'd like my relationship with jesus to grow i really should do more of these things but of course life is already full and we tell ourselves i need to get this done i need to get that done i need to meet this deadline I'll think about my relationship with God, uh, with Jesus soon, once I've got all this other stuff sorted. And if and when we finally get all of these things done, we say, you know what, I might say a quick prayer, and maybe I'll read my Bible as well. But then we realize we don't have time for that. All our time has been filled. And as for getting along to church, well, maybe next time. Uh, I should say, well done for for being here this morning. Uh, But when it comes to our relationship with Jesus, perhaps there's a better approach that we could be taking. Uh, We could try to do things differently. Now, let me just start this different different process. We could listen uh, to Jesus' own words. Uh, Jesus who said, Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the things of God by uh, by making room for Jesus in our lives. And so maybe we say, I'm going to prioritize my relationship with Jesus before anything else. I'm going to start the day uh, reading God's word, the Bible, uh, where we learn more about Jesus. And then I'm going to pray about what I've just read. And all this before I've even picked up my phone first thing in the morning. Uh, And I'm going to make those two things a regular part of my life. And then I'm going to make it a priority to spend time with God's people. I'm going to get to church on Sunday. I'm going to make sure my family gets there as well. Because I know that we need to meet with God's people if we are going to keep growing. Now, I'm sure these things will look uh, different for each of us at different times. But look at what happens when we make room for Jesus in our lives. All of a sudden, everything, basically, (laughs) everything fits. I'll even, I'll make sure of it. This extra sand, there we go. Everything uh, fits. Where am I? Here we are. Uh, And what's more, Our relationship with Jesus is at the center, as you look at this jar, our relationship with Jesus is at the center of all we do in life, and we begin to find joy in life again, uh, and we begin to experience life as God intended it, and even when life knocks us down, as it does from time to time, we see things in a different light as we depend on Jesus, and as he strengthens our faith in him. When Jesus came into this world, he, he called people to fit their lives around him, to let him be a part of everything, not just those things that we think are, are Christian things. Uh, a Christian is someone whose life has been changed by God their whole life and reordered by him. And that could only happen through Jesus coming into this world, which is one reason why Christmas is, is so, so special. And we know shaping things around Jesus is a good thing, because that's what God was doing in this miraculous birth story uh, that Jess just read for us. Uh, in that reading, you will have noticed there was uh, this thing called a census, which is like a, a survey of the, the population, the whole population. Uh, I think we had one here in New Zealand earlier this year. Now, now in, the, uh, in the Bible, Caesar Augustus had decided that everyone had to go to their hometown to register. Uh, thankfully, they made things a little bit easier for us, But Caesar ordered the census, and and probably so that he could make sure that he was getting the right amount of tax uh, from all the people. It's always about money. Uh, But it meant that Joseph and Mary had to go to Joseph's hometown in Bethlehem. Jesus would have been born in in Nazareth if not for this census. And it may seem like it's all just random circumstances that, that caused it to happen this way. But years before, the prophet Micah said that God's chosen ruler... Had to come from the town of Bethlehem. He said, But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. This was a a promise from God to his people. So if Jesus was this promised ruler, then you see how he had to be born in Bethlehem. And sure enough, by God's guidance, that is what happened. So these random events that, that Luke writes for us all center around Jesus and who he was. And all the details of his birth tells us two things, uh, tell us two things about him. Firstly, that he is a special, special person worth shaping our lives around because God has even shaped this whole world around him. And secondly, just as there wasn't room for Jesus when he was born, people were going to struggle to make room for Jesus during this life and even after he went to heaven and even to this very day, as I mentioned earlier. And it's Christmas Day, and and as I said, I I am encouraged because of all the things that you could be doing, you've made time for Jesus by simply being here this morning. But I also want to challenge you in one way, uh, and that is by asking you, are you making room for Jesus in your life? Are you shaping your life around Him? Are you remembering this Christmas that Jesus came into this world to redeem his people and to redeem people like you and me in this broken world. On one level, I think it's easier to shape our lives around Jesus at at Christmas time. But how are you going to keep shaping your life around Jesus as 2024 rolls around? Remember, this is the most important relationship that we have. Our, Our relationship with Jesus will determine where we end up in eternity. But it also plays a big part in our relationships with each other. When we're right with God, it often flows into our relationships with others. Uh, God is gracious and, and kind and patient with us. And so it leads us to be gracious, uh, gracious and, and kind and patient with others as well. And so now is the time to invest in our relationship with Jesus. Uh, maybe you've got into a, a bad habit of, of squeezing Jesus out of your life. Church on Christmas and Easter, but not much uh, in between in terms of a relationship with him. And maybe this Christmas you need to make some changes. Uh, like with that illustration earlier, maybe there's too much sand in your life before there's any space for Jesus. And there's a need for a, a different approach moving forward. Uh, for you, maybe uh, maybe for your family as well, if, if that applies to you, uh, making room for Jesus first and, and fitting all of life around him. If you are doing that, then, then keep doing it. Uh, keep going and, and keep encouraging others to do the same as well because that is what God wants for us as his people. Christmas is the day we usually do a, a great job of, of making room. We, we make room uh, make room for that extra bit of food. We make room for the, the family catch-ups. We even make room to care for those who might be on their own at Christmas, which is a lovely thing to do. Amidst all of that, I hope and pray that we will keep prioritizing making room for Jesus this Christmas and moving forward as well and that we'd know the joy that he brings us amen